0: Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Kerry Bell is an all-round equine professional. I found out about her. She's an equine sports therapist. She does massage, equisage. She also owns the Oak Saddlery, and she's an equestrian coach. So, How are you today, Kerry? I'm very
1: well, very well. Thank you, Glenn. It's great to chat with you.
0: Great to chat with you, Kerry. Now, you just seem to me to be the type of person who just wants to learn more. You know, you're just, you're sort of all around, all focused around horses, but you're doing different areas and I'm sure that they'll complement each other. I'm sure that if someone comes into your saddlery and wants to talk about a particular gear, you can talk to them as a coach, you can talk to them as an equine sports therapist, a massage you know, so it's all sort of complimentary. I think I think it's a really good saddlery. I'm sort of wanting to go to the saddlery before I even leave <laughs> home to go, right, well, that's the one I want to go to, where the person I talk to really is a professional and really does know about different areas of the horse industry. Oh,
1: look, there's nothing else I like more than chatting with my customers. <laughs> I, could, I could talk to people about their horses all day. Oh, good,
0: it. good, good. I'm sure you've got some very loyal customers as well. Yeah.
1: I have. Some great local support, yeah. They're fabulous people around this area.
0: Okay. Now, Kerry, for those who don't know you, can you give us a favourite quote, you know, just so that they can get to know you a little bit better?
1: I've always really liked a quote, and I think it was from Nuno Oliveira, um, always saying, ask often, expect a little, and reward a lot. And I think that pretty much sums up how you work with horses you know in in any way shape or form that you're handling them
0: yes and from babies
1: up from babies right up the little pole handle
0: handling all through to an older horse you know just reflects the way that he used to train as well so yeah very very good yes yes yeah now Tell us about a first memory with horses. You know, something that you might have learned, something that was a bit you know, either learned to do or not to do. Can you remember a particular day early on when you had something to do with horses?
1: My my first experiences with horses was when I was younger and I had no formal training. We were just um, put on horses on a riding school and we were sent out along the beach at Cornell and we used to just ride any old how and just try to stay on Um, but my first real memory was getting my own horse Uh, I came into horses at a later age and I got my own first pony which was a 13 hand I'm only a very short adult Mm -hmm. 13 hand pony that had been used as a broodmare most of her life and I was so excited and I had no idea and um, I couldn't even catch her (laughs) I I had to come across Local person who was sort of doing natural horsemanship at the time, and and that very much impressed me mm-hmm. in in how she she handled and caught the horse quite quickly. Um, so I was pretty much hooked on that right from the get go. Yeah,
0: good. I didn't add that in as well, but you know, I just think, as I said, you you just already seem to be the type of person who just wants to learn more.
1: I just felt I had to catch up on on everything that I'd missed. <laughs> on you know, I I, I just wanted to soak on it on it all and learn as much as I could. But um, I think going into sort of psychology-based training, which was along the lines of the natural horsemanship from that age um, as an adult, um, mm. set me up to learn a lot later on because that set me up to learn the body work, yeah. um, doing it on older horses that not necessarily always were disrespectful, you know, it was just maybe they they just couldn't, you know. So mm. I had to learn. as I went along Um to really listen to my horse more. And I'm so grateful for all the questions uh, that, that that system set up for me to, yep. to further further go along and learn more and more and more. And there's no way you could ever consider yourself an expert in any, any area. You just never stop learning. Yes.
0: Yep, yep. So you started, you're thinking about the natural horsemanship, you know, the therapy and the saddlery and the coaching. Which was next?
1: Definitely the therapy, okay. um, because I was doing natural horsemanship on older horses, um, and I have I have a welfare heart. I'm an absolute marshmallow when it comes <laughs> to horses. So um, I had an old horse that I had to try to get through, kind of like the systems that I had to maintain. So I had okay. to learn bodywork to try and maintain his soundness and his well being, mm-hmm. and you know that that. And then later I came into classical French training which connected a lot of the dots for me because it's it's along the lines of biomechanical riding for the horse and yep. it it, it ties in with the anatomy and and the way of going. So it, it makes for a really common sense approach. Yes. Yes. For me. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: what do you think it was with you that made you start to look in all these different areas and connect the dots you know was it like you, you said you've got a welfare heart but what else was there
1: well keeping horses well and happy and sound in their mm-hmm. work you yep. know because they, they, once once they're gone you know once you get a lameness or an unsoundness it sets you back months in your training and what you're trying to do so I preventative measures suited me much more than large vet bills. So that's,
0: yeah, that's what yeah. I wanted
1: to learn to, is to how to keep my health within their, their best wellness. And and also for them to be happy in their work was really important for me too.
0: Mm, mm, mm. So if someone would like to get into body work, what sort of just character traits, what sort of person do they need to be to even think about a career like that?
1: It's, you have to be, a, a I think, a strong-bodied person. Mm-hmm. uh with horses. They're they're big muscles, they've got big muscles, they've got big joints, they're heavy. Um and then and you have to be able to work with them. Um so you have to have a really patient manner. You have to really have a good, I think, intention in your heart and in your hands to, to wanna help them. Because not all horses do enjoy a sports massage and others will just lap it up, you know. So you you've really gotta just have that good intention that you want to come in and help the horse, and and be prepared to be a little bit of patient with them if they're in pain or cranky or depending on on the situation, you know. And a lot of body workers, I think, get get asked a lot of questions that is more in a veterinary realm as well. So you have to be really clear that that you are there for soft tissue work. Um, you're not a vet, and mm-hmm. and to know really when when a vet needs to be called. So. It's a lot of study and a lot of um, a lot of hard work, yep. um, but it's so reward, so rewarding. And especially if we get positive feedback from the owner that your horse is doing the horse is doing well and a lot better and seems happier, it's just yeah, makes you feel really good, really good.
0: really good stuff. Good, good. I'm sure that a lot of people, you know, that that's just another area in the horse industry where people are working with horses. And yeah, seeing the results, seeing the horses, seeing the owners happy with the results is. Um, I think what keeps us all going, not just in body work, oh, there's so many other areas as well.
1: Yeah, and um, people who are in really competitive sports, you know, they, they're now recognising the fact that any athlete needs, their body needs good maintenance. So mm-hmm. just as you would maintain uh, you, your horse's body, if you're expecting him to be the athlete you want him to be, then it, it, to, to maintain his body is is incredibly important.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, how did you come across the saddlery? Did you start it? Did you buy the saddlery as it is? You know, how does that complement you with your bodywork?
1: Well, I don't chase the bodywork commercially as such mm-hmm. um, because I do have some some arthritis in my hands. Yep. so I, I did blend it with the exercise. I, yes. I found the exercise to be a really good tool for horses. Um, my horses love it. Um, so I just said, I was looking for something I cared for my parents for a long time and once they passed I just felt the need to sort of do something a little bit more substantial. So I thought I'll try a local salary in my local area and see mm-hmm. how that goes. So yep. I'm in my second year now and it seems to be going okay. So Good
0: good. And are you able then to give advice to people when they come in and talk to them about the bodywork?
1: Yeah, if people are open and and want to want to have a chat about it, I'm yep. I'm certainly open to, to talk with them. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, you know, not everybody is is open, but um, it, it's something that you know I I love to ch- to chat about them. And if you can just talk a little bit of lateral stuff around with people, they you might cause your idea to become theirs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes in those discussions too, you know, if you're open yourself, sometimes their ideas become yours. You know, and if you can have a mutual exchange where your ideas become theirs, their ideas become yours, we can all learn and grow.
1: Absolutely. That's, mm. that's always the plan.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Having a saddlery, you opened it up yourself. What was your biggest challenge?
1: Ah, uh, well, well, certainly shopping for the stock wasn't. I mean, I'm... <laughs> 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 I'm very good at retail shopping. That's for sure, <laughs> finding stock. But finding stock that is um, of value to people that isn't highly expensive, um, mm-hmm. but still good quality, I think, was the challenge. And having a, a mixture, blend of, of something that people who are not in horses might also like, you know, some okay. clothing and some giftware and a little bit of. But look, it's a country country store. I, yeah, I would yeah, say. yeah. I would like
0: yep.
1: that, yeah. Okay, okay. The basis is, is um, equestrian-themed mm-hmm. for the saddlery, but yep. um, there's other things in here for people too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, just to do with saddlery, what's the biggest thing that people would like to get when they come in? You know, What's the biggest area where you give advice with people coming into a saddlery?
1: The biggest area would be people who just sport a horse. Okay. And then they really... You know, they're, they're really, they've just walked in the store and they, they've just got the horse in the paddock and they may not have had a horse before, so they really have to start. And it's great having the local network of barriers, um, vets, um, trainers that come in, local local riding schools that come in, so you can really start to network with your local community mm-hmm. and and help people, steer people in the right direction, you know, and not only just to retail, to, to sell Somebody, something, but to really sort of try and set them up and help them out in their in their new um, journey into horses. Yeah. So I think that that's a fabulous way to go.
0: Okay, okay. And even in the time you've been associated with horses, have you seen trends changing? You know, to do with saddlery, to do with gear that's being used. Yeah,
1: lots of new um, things. Start- team sorting is becoming incredibly popular in mm-hmm. the area, and also working equitation seems to be a new style. That, that's coming along and I hadn't realised just how many people were into it until you, you sort of put yourself into the middle of the community and you, and you begin to talk to people. I mean, you've, lots of we've got such a wide, diverse range of horsemanship people. We've got people who love showing and hacking. We've got um, a numerous amount of studs in the area, thoroughbred studs. So we've got track riders um, and stable grooms and we've got, a lot of events um, in the area, so it's just a huge, diverse range. And mm-hmm. recreational riders, endurance riders, oh, just all sorts, all Good. sorts of people that are all sorts of different
0: disciplines. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they are
1: all loving it, absolutely loving it.
0: What What about trends though? Trends of gear, you know, like is there a certain trend where someone last year? You sold quite a few, but this year you're not, or last year you didn't sell many at all, and this year you are. Is there anything along those lines?
1: Uh, not so much that I can think of. People mm. are really fairly cautious in in what they, they're looking at. Um, depending on what genre they're they're doing in their horsemanship, they might be specifically looking for Western saddles, the custom made Baroque saddles. I have, you know, they've they've been okay. trending a little bit here. Yep. Yep. They've yep. been they've been quite popular. Because with the working equitation it's sort of based upon the classical lines of, of runs back to the early classical dressage and your yep. horses need to be quite collected to be okay. doing it and they want the whole package and the whole look. So Good. That Good. they might go for a Baroque style saddle, which is completely
0: different to <laughs> anything yes. that a yes. normal
1: saddle might like, sell. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what do you think's your most popular item? Oh my what most do you sell the most item? of? Mm. You know, that's that's a hard one.
1: (laughs) That's a real hard one to pick Mm -hmm. because it could be anything. Um, Yeah, I I do sell a lot of the little statues and stuff like that, but mainly breeches, I think. (laughs) A lot of women come in for breeches.
0: Okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, do you sell books there?
1: No, no, I
0: don't. I'm just thinking because –
1: I was wondering about that. I didn't Mm. really know – how popular books would still be with ebooks coming out as yes, yes. DVDs. So yeah. I
0: didn't want to sort of get stuck behind the technological boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, what I'm finding is that there's a lot of classics. You know, just classical books that are very, very popular, uh, possibly aren't out in e-books yet, but, they're, you know, like the German principles of riding. I think, um, yes. Franz Maringa, Horse, you know, Horses Are Made to Be Horses, uh, you know, the, some of those real classic books. But, yeah, I think with technology and e-books and websites and software and things like that, it, it certainly makes yeah. getting the information a lot easier.
1: That's absolutely right. I mean, there's a plethora of information out there now. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. um You can learn all, an awful lot
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. by scouring the internet and reading reading good that old books. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the Franz marriage book at home. At Have Kelly's.
0: you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, I, I pretty popular it. one.
1: Find, yeah, pick one up off the shelf. It's um, and you open it up, you'll you'll quite often find something that's really relevant to perhaps what you were looking for for some yes, reason.
0: Yes, yes. All right. Now, what are you looking forward to at the moment? You've got your saddlery. You've sort of been going along there for a couple of years. It's been ticking along. You also do a little bit of coaching, a little bit of body work. What What are you looking for? What about with your own horses? What do you have with your own horses?
1: Uh, I, I train classically with mm-hmm. um, a lady called Nicole Weinar that comes out from Germany. Yep. And I really love her way of training. And for me, it's about keeping my horse in a healthy, sound way and training him up in the classical style of dressage. Um, I'm hopefully heading towards a little bit more in the high school movements. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's what makes me sing. So if I have a beautiful day with, at home with my horse, I'm not particularly competitive. Um, but if my horse does well for me at home, I can, I can ride on that high for, for the next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good good good
1: yeah i I love it when my horses are just forward and happy and energetic and and, and on the age okay in a nice way all
0: yeah. right, and I think before I started talking to you about about your horse, you were going to say something about the saddlery or the body work that you were looking forward to
1: i I really enjoy the body work um I enjoy finding where the horse needs needs his work um mm-hmm. and where he really. Will get the benefit of. And, and during an assessment, when you go out and you assess the horse, you assess the gait, you assess from behind and the front and from the side, and then you palpate. And I just, it's it's almost like a detective work. You know, the owner doesn't quite know. Yep. And it's a general maintenance tip. And then you're, you're searching for the answers to allow the horse to tell you um, where he hurts or, yeah. you know, where the imbalances are in their bodies. And then if you can make a difference, it's um, it's an awfully rewarding feeling. Yeah.
0: What's an area that people can check? You know, if you that you might say, look, just check this or or um,
1: main um, areas of, of course are the back. Yep. Um, so so many little side industries have been set up all around this. You know, the yes. bodywork itself and saddle fitting, um, barefoot trimming, good barrier work, all of all of those things, osteopathy, um, teeth. You know that they're all becoming so, so important now for people to really maintain their horses in a good way. Um, and horses are living longer and healthier lives because of it. I think, you know, mm-hmm. owners really, are really taking all these, all these little um, complementary shelf things on, on, on board, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you, your horse can tell you a lot if you sort of take the time to listen, listen to them, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's really all you got to do is just try to listen to them and then try to figure it out.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: like a or detective.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and the other thing is too, you know, you said about the team, and it's the, that it's not just you always. Always, it's sometimes the team around you that you, exactly. you know, might need yeah. to refer it to. Yeah,
1: exactly. You have to be really open to know when a vet needs to be called, or you know, when a farrier. It's best. To get a ferry to look at or get the teeth done, or the saddle fit, you know, because unless you're really looking at the cause of the problem, the problem will re represent itself, mm-hmm. you know, time and time over unless, unless you address it. So yep. if, it, if it's something that's not in your realm, then you have to say it to the client, you know, for the benefit of the, of the horse, always for the benefit of the horse.
0: So. Yes, yes. All right, now Kerry. Just in a few sentences, if I was going to get you to summarise your philosophy with horses, how could you do that?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. My philosophy is always for the horse and not to the horse.
0: Okay, what did you that's, say? That, for the horse, not pretty, to the horse.
1: Yeah, yeah. If yeah, so yeah. I'm going to, you know, do something, if I, it needs to be for for his benefit, yes, and not for mine, yeah,
0: yes. Yes. All right. Now, Kerry, if people would like to contact you, I know they can at um, the Oaks Saddlery, and also horsechats.com slash Kerry Bell, which is K-E-R-R-I-E, and then Bell, or search for Kerry, search for Bell at horsechats.com. But how else can they contact you, Kerry, at, at the Oaks?
1: They can, yeah. Yeah, they can contact me. Oh, the the number, the mobile number is 0488196. Zero one three one
0: nine seven. I nearly got that. <laughs> nearly <wrong>. got that. <laughs> yeah, All right. Then. Got that wrong. Yep.
1: So, yeah, always contacted and always up for
0: chat, especially our horses. Okay. I was <laughs> going to say, and about quite a few different things, different areas too. So, Absolutely. Kerry. Yeah, yeah, Look, looking forward to getting you back again. I'm sure we can talk in a bit more detail. You It's know, sort of been a bit of a general overall thing today, but I'm sure we could talk in a lot more detail about quite a few points, quite a few tips you'd be Absolutely. able to give us. Mm. All right, Kerry, thanks very much for I the appreciate chat. appreciate your time, Bennett. Oh, yes. thank you. Appreciate You're your good. time. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe.